The Turtleheads Podcast is brought to you by Big Banner Sports. You can find Turtleheads on Twitter, Instagram, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. listening to the special episode of Turtleheads Podcast, presenting the Testy Awards, with your host, Dave, Lee, Tricky, and Jordan. This is Dante Trader, and you're listening to Turtleheads Podcast. This is Eric Hayes, 2010 ACC champion, and you're listening to Turtlehead Podcast. How's it going? This is Jamie Kaiser. Uh, you're listening to the Turtleheads Podcast. This is John Delamo from Maryland Basketball, and you're listening to Turtleheads Podcast. Hello, everybody. This is Travis Garrison, 2004 ACC champ. You're listening to Turtle Head Podcast. And this is Terrell Slugging, everybody. The ACC leading score of 2012. You're listening to Turtle Podcast. This is Deion Gregory, 2010 ACC champion. This is the Turtle Heads Podcast. This is John Graham, and you're listening to Turtle Heads Podcast. Dave Neal here, former mayor of College Park, speaking on Turtle Heads Podcast. Hey, this is Sean Mosey, 2010 ACC champ. You're listening to Turtle Head Podcast. This is Hunter Parsons, former Maryland baseball player, and you're listening to the Turtleheads Podcast. I'm Eli Monk, and I have Maryland pride. Go Terps, go Oilers, and go Ravens. Welcome, everybody, to the 2023 Turtleheads Testy Awards. Please have your seat as the show is about to begin. The boys are back. We are in the studio. And Tricky, I noticed you shaved. Yes, I did. You start bringing women into the studio. I got to clean up. <laughs> now, the real question is, who? what razor do you use? Actually, I use several. Oh. It's a it's a three-step process. Oh, oh, Please, okay. break it down. Yes. Break it down yeah. for us, Tricky. Well, we have the Remington uh, trimmer that we take down the heavy stuff with. That's the bush hog of the <laughs> operation. And then we come in with a regular disposable Gillette razor, and then it's the Schick Tracer for the final cleanup. There it is. Is that like a straight razor, the last one, a straight razor? Oh, no, no, no. I wish I was good enough to do that. I would. I'd end up cutting my jugular. Right. No, if you've ever had a razor shave, dude, it's awesome. But, uh, yeah, I don't trust myself. Well, I can't help but ask, Tricky. You must have shaved because we have a big announcement again. What is that? Well, we have been almost a full year podcasting, and there is no time better than now than present the first annual Testy Awards. <laughs> oh, in honor of Testudo. Yes, 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 yes. Of course. Yes, not to be confused. Yes, tricky. <laughs> or yes. Ugly. yes, not to be confused. <laughs> yes. But yes, the Testies. We like to welcome everybody to the first annual, cue the music, the Testies. So without further ado, let the testes begin. Tricky, please take it away for our first nominee. Our first category 
This is for the entire year, from a year ago to today, the best team. And our nominees are the Washington High School Jaguars baseball team, the Argentinian national soccer team, the Oklahoma Sooners lady softball team, and Salisbury University's men's lacrosse team. And presenting the testee for best team is the esteemed Caleb Muir. And the testee goes to, without a doubt, Washington High School baseball. The Jaguars went 13-7 and on the season, only losing two games at home, won the Bayside South, and head coach Brian Laird voted Bayside Coach of the Year. Uh, the Turtleheads would like to congratulate Washington High baseball team for winning their first ever Testy. The next Testy award is for Best Individual Performance. The nominees are Ellie Dela Cruz becoming the youngest major leaguer ever to hit for the cycle. Aaron Judge hits his 62nd home run, making him the single season home run leader for the American League. Caitlin Clark has a 40 point triple double scoring 41 points, 10 rebounds, and 12 assists. And Tua Tonga-Vailoa with his back-to-back -back concussions in weeks three and four, and presenting the testy for best individual performance is the good doctor, old Dr. Swoles. The testy goes to Ellie De La Cruz. The next testy award will be given to the best male athlete. The nominees are Novak Djokovic, Nikola Jokic, Lionel Messi, and University of Maryland's own Jameer Young. And presenting the testy for best male athlete, reporting live, outstanding in his field, Shane King. And the testy goes to Lionel Messi. And the next Testy Award will be given to the best female athlete. And the nominees are Angel Reese, Caitlin Clark, Diamond Miller, and Alpine skier Michaela Schifrin. Here to present the 2023 Testy for best female athlete, the number one Maddie of the Turtleheads, Maddie Murphy. And the testy goes to Diamond Miller. The next award in the 2023 testies is going to Game of the Year. The nominees are Maryland Men's Basketball Walks the Dog on the Purdue Boilermakers, the Washington Redskins Football Team Commanders, beat the previously undefeated Philadelphia Eagles. The World Cup final match, Argentina 
over France in penalty kicks. And the Washington High School field hockey victory over Kent Island for the Bayside Championship. And presenting the testy for game of the year is Turtlehead Dave. And the testy goes to the Washington High Lady Jaguars Bayside Championship. The next testy award will be given to the best Big Banter Network podcast. And the nominees are representing Michigan State, Bacon Wire, the Buckeye representative, the OHIO podcast, and out of Indiana, Often Daunted, and representing the University of Maryland, the Turtleheads, presenting the 2023 Testy Award for Best Big Banter Podcast is future Turtlehead, Eli Monk. The Testy goes to the Turtleheads. And accepting the Testy on behalf of the Turtleheads, Mr. Lee Ramsey. Yeah, first and foremost, I'd like to thank our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Without him, we wouldn't be able to do this. Um, and and most importantly, second importantly, I guess I should say, is thank you f- to our AWLs for the votes. Um, we want to be sure to thank our producers and our sponsors. Um, so thank you, and we'll look forward to being back here again next year. And i also like to thank my mom, my dad, my beautiful wife, and my two kids. I would like to thank all the other podcasts on the Big Banter Network because if it weren't for you, we wouldn't have to try so hard. Good luck next year. So thank you everyone for tuning in to our first ever testes. Thank you to all our presenters. Thank you to all the nominees. You had a great year to everybody. But let's dive into it before we go into the all-star break. Four days off, or a couple days off, however you want to look at it, if you're an all-star or not. Last night, we had the Home Run Derby. I think all of us, maybe even Tricky, were pulling for Adley, the first switch hitter to switch hands during the MLB Home Run Derby. Tricky, did that impress you or no? I was impressed by his performance and his father's pitching. Yes, although no one could top Pete Alonso's pitching a couple years ago, the pitcher who just... Drilled it right down the middle. Yeah, every, that, was, every, yeah. that was nice. Maybe that's why Pete didn't win this year. But uh, overall, I think there was a lot of highlights, low lights in the home run derby. Um, Adley was definitely a highlight. Actually, low-key, glad he didn't advance because we talked about it. The home run swing can really mess up your swing going to the second half. But he put on a great show in his hometown. But uh, Julio Rodriguez put on a great show. Yeah, it was just unfortunate that Adley played or faced who he did. He yeah. would have... The only two people he would have lost to was the guy he lost to, and no, he was almost, he was two in the first round. He got twenty six, and what's name had twenty seven, um, or no, he had twenty seven. What's name had the guy Luis had twenty eight, and Vlad had twenty six. So yeah, but uh, I'm pretty sure what's his name, um, Rodriguez had like forty. That was in the second round. Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. so he would have advanced as Tricky was said the old format. I know Tricky and uh, Lee, or is it Tricky and Shane? Tricky and Shane are purists. That's Bailey right. and Dave are more of the 
it's electric. I, I love doing home run derby. I, I like it, but at the same time, when something like that happens, it is unfortunate because I would like to see the top guys continue on. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And I guess I would have liked the old format just because Adley was the yes. one that was yes. done wrong by the new format. I don't know Trigger's a big Oriole fan, but can we talk about the past couple of years? You've had Davis, Trumbo, Mancini, Adley. Orioles put up some home run uh, hitters. Did haven't JJ won it Mar- yet. What, well, Miguel Tejada won it. I'm saying we haven't won oh, it in recently, the last yes, stretch, yes. though. But uh, overall, great way to kick off the uh, All-Star weekend. I still say MLB does it best. Pro Bowl's terrible. NBA's terrible. I really like the MLB All-Star break games festivities tricky do you agree oh on the whole yes um i made my opinion clear on the home run derby format but of all the all-star weekends uh mlb is tops every year so what are you looking forward to tonight what's the storyline there's always a storyline shohei yeah garrett cole is going to start for the al i believe i'm not sure who's getting the start for the nl Wow, I did not know that. Um, in other news, apparently ESPN was unaware that Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is the son of Vladimir Guerrero Sr. Uh, because uh, last night when Vladimir Guerrero Jr. won, they put on on TV, second Cuban-born home run derby champion, parentheses, Jonas Cespedes. I saw that. So uh, does ESPN not know that uh, Vlad Guerrero is... Was Vlad not born in po- Cuba? I don't know. That's what, when I saw that, I was like, maybe Vlad wasn't. Maybe born. let's yeah, let's I, find I, out. I think Vlad. Senior might have been born in the Dominican. Oh, oh well, there we go. ESPN mm. is what we're talking. I, about. I don't let's remember see. him being Cuban, but they are the first father-son to win uh, home run derbies. Yes, Ken Griffey Senior has talked about re-entering uh, next year. Okay, so Vlad he- Guerrero Senior is a Dominican former ah, professional yes. baseball player. All right, I take it back, ESPN. So let me get this great. Vlad Senior moved to God. He he moved to Cuba to have a child. He might maybe defected from. Oh no, you defect from. <laughs> you defect <laughs> from Cuba. I don't know. I don't know. I guess I'll give ESPN. ESPN. I apologize. I've got egg on my face. So, uh, Mister Mister Mouth of the South, Bayside South. That's right. Let's hear the old starting lineups for ALNL. Let's hit it. Your Major League All-Star starting lineups. Representing the National League, leading off, Ronald Acuna. Batting second, Freddie Freeman. Batting third, Mookie Betts. In the cleanup spot, J.D. Martinez. Batting fifth, Nolan Arenado. Batting sixth, Luis Areyes. And seventh and doing the catching, Sean Murphy. Playing left field, Corbin Carroll. And batting ninth, playing shortstop, Orlando Arcia. Here is your starting lineup for the American League All-Star team. Leading off, playing second base, Marcus Semyon. And the designated hitter, batting second, Shohei Otani. Batting third, Randy Arozarena. Batting fourth, 
Corey Seeger. Fifth, Yandi Diaz. Sixth, Adolis Garcia. Batting seventh, your Baltimore Oriole, Austin Hayes. Batting eighth, Josh Jung. And doing the catching, Jonah Heim. Impressive, impressive. Cold, off the cuff. He's with always Aubrey a, Huff. Oh, I, I mean, Tricky's always good. Cold. He, I, I'm a bit, I think he likes cold brew coffee more than he likes hot coffee. That's not so. Oh, no, I like my coffee like I like my women. And hot. <laughs> and I know, I know for a fact, Tricky does not like to be cold in the winter. Am I right, Tricky? That is correct. Facts. So I'm looking forward to the All Star Game. Love it every year. It should be a great time. Um, I just would like it come back to Baltimore eventually. What's yeah, the I hold mean, up? Yeah, I, there's a lot of stadiums in the in the league, but I don't think many of them have the the look like Camden Yards does. How about you, Tricky? Bring it home. No, they really did put on a good uh, all-star game when they hosted it. Um, it seems like whenever you build a new stadium, that's when they start mm-hmm. giving you all-star games. Uh, but it's not as if Safeco Park is all that brand new. Yep. And then I actually told Ashley that last night, I said, well, I actually hope they wait a couple years because I like to bring all three boys to the all-star game so they can remember it. Yeah. So, you know, maybe about 10 years. But by then, Turtleheads might be hosting the all-star game. Maybe the Home Run Derby. The Turtlehead right. Home Run Derby. Wow. That'd be pretty Testy neat. Testy home run derby. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, by then, the ESPYs will have their own testy. Yes. Yes. The testy <laughs> ESPY goes to. Uh, tricky, real quick, before we wrap up our MLB talk, uh, give me your best, um, I wouldn't say performance, but what's the highlight of the first half of MLB? Give it to me. What stands out the most? It could be anything. Uh, we talked about last week, underperformance, overperformance, player that stands out, player that is slacking like Max Scherzer, Justin Verlander, all the money the Mets spent. What do you got for the first half? No, you just stole my thunder. I was going to say the money squandered by the Mets and the Padres. Uh, Padres aren't quite as bad as the Mets, but uh, a lot of money between those two clubs and not a lot of performance. Lee? I think for me it's just been that how competitive I feel like most teams are. I would say 75% of the teams this year have been like really, really competitive aside from a couple of teams that you have a series against. I wouldn't say like you would go into a series saying like, all right, well, we'll sweep this team. Like I think each night that you play, and I know it's professional sports, but I feel like, and I said it even in the NFL this year, I felt like all the teams were Any easy. given Sunday. Yeah, I felt like all the teams are very well put together for the most part. Yeah, um, I mine is, I'm going to stay home, uh, Baltimore Orioles. Um, there's been points this season, like me and Lee, uh, we're talking about, you know, we kind of fell apart there right before we took two out of four in New York and then swept the Minnesota twins. But you're kind of like, ah, have we plateaued? Have we hit our ceiling? And they yeah, we take needed off. The, I texted you. I said, we need this all-star break badly. Yeah. And, and then, then we that, went five in a row. Yeah. Then you're sitting there saying, man, I wish we didn't have the all-star break winning five in a row, but you know, they're a fun team to watch. Um, I'm looking forward to the next second half of the baseball season. I think the team has a very good chance of playing in October. I think we can agree with that unless barring something major happens, injury or whatever it may be. But they got to go get someone here at the also, uh, the trade deadline. And uh, let's see where the uh, what is it where the dice may fall. Is that how it goes? Is that the same? Tricky? Uh, where the chips may fall. You can let the chips fall where they may. Yes. 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 Let's go right into power rankings, but we're only going to do a top five. 
top five power rankings. You want to go number one? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Atlanta Braves. Oh, I know, very anticlimactic, but I mean, they're they're like five five games better than the second best team in baseball. They've won twenty of their last twenty two games. Yeah, I mean, you can't argue with that. We lost. We won our last five. They haven't. Uh huh. They lost to the Rays. They had a chance to sweep. Could you imagine? We could be one game back right now. That'd be crazy. Uh, number two, those Baltimore Oreos. And at number three, I'm not going to take those slumping Rays. Mm. I'm going to take the one team that I've been propping all season, and they just don't give up. Those Rangers. Of Arlington, Texas. Number four. You want a trick? You want a snake? Take it, Tricky. Snake it. Okay. All right, then. If I get to snake it, then uh, I'll take not those baby snakes, but those red-hot Los Angeles Dodgers. Here they come. And finish us off, Lee. Take number five. I'm going to take the Miami Marlins, the next team that the Orioles play. I mixed it up a little bit. Saw it wrong. We played the Twins, not the Marlins, but we do play the Marlins next. So nothing says testy season like a good Mount Rushmore to finish off our episode. And we have Dave back on the phone. Dave, welcome back. Yeah, good to be here. So we uh, talked about earlier how the All-Star game is tonight. And what better Mount Rushmore than the best All-Star game or All-Star weekend moments? Dave, you want the first pick? Sure. Hit me with it. Uh, well, I'm a little bit of a homer, so I would say uh, Cal Ripken hit a home run in his last All-Star game. Yes, good one. Good one. Yeah. Tricky. Yes, you can thank uh, Chan Ho Park for that ball he put on a tee for Cal Ripken in that All-Star game. I'm going to go way back before any of us Turtleheads were even alive. 1970, Ray Fossey thought he was going to block home plate. Pete Rose had other ideas. Good one. I actually thought about that one. That was on my list, Tricky. I'm going to stay in the ballpark that changed baseball. Ken Griffey Jr. in batting practice for the Herman Derby hits it off the warehouse. All right, my first pick. Uh, in 2007, Ichiro hit the first inside-the-park home run in an all-star game. Really? Yes. Oh, useful. Yes. All right, runner back. Um, and my second one, in 1949, let me make sure I got the correct year here. Yes, 1949, the color barrier was broken in the All-Star game two years after Jackie Robinson broke the baseball's color barrier. The All-Star game color barrier was broken. Well, I'm going to stay home again. Miguel Tejada wins the 2004 Century 21 Home Run Derby in Houston, Texas. It's hard to believe that Bo Jackson only played in one Major League All-Star game, but he made it memorable. He uh, not only had a great catch in the outfield, but he hit a ball off of Rick Rushell into the right field stands that looked like it would never land. So Bo Jackson's home run in the 89 All-Star game. And to run it back. Actually, it's my pick. Oh, that's right. That's oh, yeah, right. yeah. Sorry, sorry. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I cut He's you off, Dave. Unreal. Sorry. Unreal. <laughs> Dave, I got you. No. 
Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. I'm the forgotten turtle head. <laughs> um, I don't know the year, but uh, I think I might have the, the, the batter wrong, but I think Randy Johnson like threw behind John Crow. Oh, yes, yeah, at correct. Camden Yards. And 93. He, yep, 93. And put his hat on backwards and went on the other side of the plate. Yep. Right? I just yes. remember that. Yep. Uh, that was actually on my list, too. Good one. Good one. And then snake it for us, Dave. All right. You boys might not remember this. Tricky, you should remember it. Didn't Kevin Mitchell barehand the fly ball in the All-Star game one year? I don't remember that being in an All-Star game. I do remember the catch. Yeah, maybe it wasn't an All-Star. Well, in my world, it was in the All-Star yes, game. Yes, it was your All-Star game. Too. Yes. <laughs> yes. So Tricky. We need to fact check that. Uh, while we're fact checking, uh, you put two All Star games into one memory. Uh, John Cruck had the ball thrown behind him and uh, just kept swinging at anything and wouldn't get anywhere near the plate. That was in 93. And then four years later, it was Larry Walker who uh, put the batting helmet on backwards and stepped over to the opposite side of the plate. But both well, against I'm just, Randy I'm Johnson. Just making shit up over here, so. <laughs> <laughs> Tricky just putting you on blast, Dave. Yeah, no, I just I just happen to have that information. Right Trick in front Dave of is Dave is actually going to get five picks this Mount Rushmore now. That's right. All right, is it my go? Yeah. Yes. All right. Uh, maybe not so long ago, but it was in 2010. That the National League won the for the first time in 13 years, and uh, yeah, they won uh, three to one. Did the National League in 2010? That's your favorite memory. Have you also mentioned that they haven't won since? <laughs> How bad would the streak have been if they hadn't won that one? Yep. So now they're on 13 right now. Will they? Will they? Will they tie their streak? AL dominates the All Star game. Just let everybody know. But I'm going with something we may not forgot about, and maybe we want to forget. 2002, the tie, seven to seven, which changed the All Star game forever. Lee, 1971. Ah, uh, you just, remember that just, yesterday? Just a couple of years before I was born. Uh, Reggie Jackson, Mr. October, also known as Mr. Midsummer Classic, hits an estimated 520-foot home run in the All-Star game. Still stands as the longest home run in All-Star game history. And my last one, I guess. Hmm. 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 <laughs> <laughs> let me scroll here. I mean, here. you're going all the way back to 1971. Yeah. Yes, you let me scroll now. here. Uh, yes, the 1999 All-Star Game. The All-Century Team. Uh, many of baseball's living legends were in attendance as the MLB announced the All-Century Team at the 99 uh, All-Star Game. Yes, I remember that fondly. Uh, they brought Ted Williams out in the golf cart. At just two oh, years yeah. old, one of my fondest memories. <laughs> yes. Is it my turn? It is. I'm going to combine a couple of them all together. 1966. 1971, 1991, 1998, 2001, and 2005. All Orioles won the MVP those years. Miguel Tejada, Cal Ripken Jr. twice, Roberto Alomar, Frank Robinson, and Brooke Robinson. Tricky? 
I'm going to go with the very first All-Star game that I can remember watching. It was in 1983. And it was held in Comiskey Park in Chicago. It was the 50th All-Star game. And Fred Lynn, in his ninth straight All-Star appearance, hit the first Grand Slam in All-Star game history. And Dave finishes out. Uh, was it 93 when it was at Cannon Yards? Yep. Yeah, was uh, Cito Gaston the coach of the Blue Jays then? I would think so because then they oh, went in 92. That was the year that uh, – And he did not put Mike Mussina in the game. Oh, yes. Mussina was warming up in the bullpen in the ninth inning. He didn't put Mussina in. Then that started the old Cito sucks chance in mm-hmm. the shirts at Cannon Yards. So. I remember the shirts. Wow. Yeah, fine memory of mine. Hey, you didn't get a lot of them, but you got that one. Yeah, I – Hey, hey! <laughs> he did throw behind the batter. Hey, you got you got the stories right. Did make a barehanded catch. I always thought that was in the All Star game. No, maybe I looked it, it up. Happened in April. Yeah, he was making was. his run for the All Star team. It was a hell of a catch, though. Tag on right. <laughs> it was yeah. an All Star well, worthy moment. Is, I got three hits against Willards in the All Star game <laughs> once. So yes, <laughs> you had Definitely the pick, dude. You could have put that up there, yeah. bro. We never said it had to be MLB All Star games. We just yeah. said All Star yeah. games. Plus, anytime hey. you're you're putting the wood to Willards, man, you, know, you got to shout that out. <laughs> yeah, definite, definite three hits. I would say my All Star memory is winning usually probably one game every year. It was always against like Willards, Field, yeah, Willard, yeah. yeah, and then getting destroyed by West Salisbury, Delmar East, whatever maybe. Uh, and Berlin, yeah, yeah. We won two games that year, but then the destroying game. So yeah. All right, Dave. All right, man. I appreciate you coming on. Yeah, thanks, Dave. Hey, congratulations on another testy season. Hey, I'm all about the testies. <laughs> See ya. Later. And the moment we've all been waiting for. Any gray pool pond today, Tricky? Yes, Jordan. I know that uh, last week we talked about uh, the 4th of July, our nation's independence. Uh, when we had uh, Jennifer on, we talked about how proud we were to be Americans. Well, keeping with that theme, have either of you guys ever heard of Rick Monday? Say woo, Ric Flair. Well, everybody's heard of Ric Flair. Yeah, I've not heard of Rick no, Monday. No, Rick Monday is one of our greatest Patriots. Yes, Rick Monday played 19 years in Major League Baseball for the A's, Cubs, and Dodgers. He was a center fielder, only batted uh, 264, 241 home runs, 775 RBIs, two time All Star, one time world champion with the Los Angeles Dodgers. He uh, batted 349 with 11 home runs versus Tom Seaver. However, his greatest moment came April 25th, 1976, when a war protester jumped onto the field with the American flag and attempted to set it on fire, but not on Rick Monday's watch. He ran over in one of the greatest moments in Major League Baseball history, snatched the flag up before the man could light it, and carried it off to safety. And for that, we'll all forever remember Rick Monday. By the way, the game was on a Sunday. And that's going to do it for tonight's show. We hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. 
We hope you enjoyed the first ever Testy Awards. But we're going to leave you with one last Testy. Take it away, Tricky. We figured you folks could do with an extra Testy. So we have one more award to give out and a very special presenter. The final Testy Award for 2023 goes to Best Conspiracy Theory. And the nominees are The Moon Landing, The Earth is Flat, The Magic Bullet That Killed President Kennedy, and Birds Aren't Real. And presenting the Testy for Best Conspiracy Theory, the Turtlehead's number one patriot, Jennifer Gleason. And the testy goes to the moon landing. Well, number one theory is the firmament is still there. In Genesis, it talks about the God made the firmament on day two. And when you, next time you see a double rainbow, look up. One rainbow is in Roy G. Biv. And you look at the second rainbow and it's in reverse order. How does it do that? Reflection off of what? Firmament. So you're basically saying the Earth is flat, and we didn't go on the Moon is all in one. I don't know. The Earth is flat. I mean, that's still up for debate for me. I don't know. I haven't decided that. The firmament is there. The Moon landing did not happen. How'd they get the cameras and the lights there? Somebody go back and watch that video and tell me how all that happened. We can. We can. Wait a minute. Let's just talk about the Moon itself. We can have a live stream from the Moon, but we can't find a sub made out of a trash can. 